0: This episode of the B3 Today is brought to you by Sensible Waste Consulting. 812-787-3598, sensiblewaste.com. If you spend two grand a month or more on your waste and recycling removal, you cannot afford not to contact Sensible Waste Consulting. The B3 Podcast is a production of Impulse Radio. It's another b 3 today. Thanks for tuning in. Got the little bracket NCAA talk today. Just a touch of golf. We're gonna gonna get into and then uh, get ready. We're gonna have Coach Rhett Weersba, associate head coach of the Indiana women's program going to interview him tomorrow that'll go up tomorrow afternoon then of course the big show thursday where we're going to record live with uh the north davis cougars on the local show and going to talk to them about their upcoming semi-state game against jackson dell going to have uh have the team in attendance we'll talk to coach dow i'm sure Moke will be there john patrick mullen hopefully the whole crew will be there, so we'll be excited to to talk to them. But first, let's talk about the play-in game tonight. We're going to go over some of my bets. Talk about Indiana and Wyoming. You know, we we're, we're just glad Indiana's in the tournament, like we talked about yesterday. However, don't forget um, they got to play tonight. They got to fly to Portland on Thursday, and then they got to play again Saturday. So. You know, take that into consideration when you're when you're making your bets here going forward. That's a tough that's a tough draw for for whether it be Indiana or Wyoming, but but I think it's going to be Indiana. Wyoming, of course, uh, fourth fourth uh, team in the Mountain West, I believe. Uh, conference got a second year coach. They come in at twenty five and eight. They are uh, led by a sophomore at. Uh, I think his last name's Ike. He averages about 20 a game, and uh, they got a big guard that's going to be tough to stop. But I don't really worry about the opposing team's offense. Indiana's locked down defenders. No question about it. And whatever Coach Wood- Woodson said at halftime of that Michigan game, when I was ready to give up on them because they completely were sleepwalking through that. Matter of fact, I sent a text to a buddy of mine, and I said, they act like they'd rather be at Red Bones right now than playing in this basketball game. And then whatever in the hell happened at halftime, it, it worked because uh, they came out and just absolutely have been playing like uh, men on a mission ever since then. So uh, but so defensively, I don't worry about IU one bit. However, and it is as simple to say, whether it's the IU men the bar Eve lady Vikings, the North Davis Cougars, whoever you gotta make shots and we can dissect it and we can use all the, the hot buzzwords in basketball scoring at different levels and whatever, you gotta make them, you gotta make shots. It, it goes back. It's no different than in 1960. You got to hit outside shots to open up the inside and you got to be able to pound it down low to get it outside and hit them, but you got to hit them. And if I, you can hit shots, I don't worry about their defense. They're going to take care of business tonight uh, in Wyoming. I believe that is a nine, roughly nine o'clock start on, uh, on true TV. It's going to be shown gambling wise. I'm taking IU giving the four. Uh, I, I like that line that, that I got on DraftKings. Um, I got, oh, uh, looking around, there's a lot of bets I didn't like. I didn't like the player props. I thought they were really aggressive on that. Xavier Johnson um, at 20-plus points. Uh, Jackson Davis at tw- over 25. I didn't love those. But uh, I did take uh, Wyoming at the half. Over 29.5, got that at minus 120, and then another minus 120. I've got uh, halftime full-time line. I uh, got Indiana on the money line on that. Um, so wouldn't let me parlay them, had to bet them all individually. So that's what I've got. Indiana minus four, Wyoming over the 29.5 half at halftime, and uh, Indiana to be in control halftime full-time. So we'll see about that. Keys for IU, in my opinion, I think uh, Jackson Davis has to con- keep playing like a man on a mission, like he was. And uh, they got to continue to get good play on Xavier Johnson. But I think you got to keep Galloway in the game. I think you got to keep Galloway in the game and keep him involved. And then Cop uh, and, and some of the other ones make some outside shots. And uh, I think Indiana will be just fine, and then they'll head. Head to Portland, Oregon. Used to spend a lot of time in Portland. Um, That's not an easy flight, so they'll get out there and then uh, play play Thursday and then and then Saturday. Hopefully, the other game tonight, the first game, uh, Texas Southern versus Texas A&M Corpus Christi. No idea on that one. Hey, if your company spends two grand or more a month on your waste and recycling removal bills. You're probably paying too much. 20-40% to is what we see on almost every company. You know why? Because your contracts don't protect you from price spikes. Your service levels are completely wrong for what you need. Your contracts allow you to be charged those silly ancillary fees that waste companies love. How much could a free waste audit save you? Hard to tell. But if you go to sensiblewaste.com or you call 812-787-3598, let's do a 10-minute discovery call and see if we're a good fit. doesn't cost you a penny if they don't save you money on the contracts you've already signed or the ones going forward. Let us take a look. Sensible Waste Consulting, sensiblewaste.com, 812-787-3598. Three, five, nine, eight, stop other stories. overpaying on your wasted A lot of recycling. being made out there about the uh, drop that was contested yesterday on the 16th hole with the players. Daniel Berger um, hits one right of right into the water on 16. Was taking a, a very uh, uh, aggressive drop, let's say, up closer to the green. And the other two guys, Victor Hovland, Joel Dahman called him out on it. And uh, that's one of those things that is unique to golf is that players have to police themselves on many occasions. And that's exactly what the rules official said when he came over there. He, he said, listen, you guys have to come to an agreement here. So you've got three players all pointing out. Berger um, was adamant that he was taking a bad drop. Now, Hovlin and Dahmen, they have to do what they are doing. Let's say, and I don't know where they were in scoring at the time, but let's say the three weren't in contention or or whatnot. Hovland and Domin are protecting the field. Like you're doing that on behalf of everybody else in the field that aren't in that situation on that hole at the time. Berger was adamant about the drop. Now, here's my thing. PGA Tour and your coverage. If you're not going to use video Coverage to help make this decision. If that's what you're going to do, if you if you don't want to do that, that's fine. Get it, understand, whatever. Don't publicize the conversation and then let everybody else pile on. You know that and, and start labeling a guy like Daniel Berger, you know, a, a, a cheater or a bender of the rules or or someone that's being a little aggressive in a favorable drop. Don't do that. That's not fair to him. He, he saw what he saw. I don't. He, and he even said during that little the little argument, like, hey, guys, I've never been accused of taking an improper drop. And he said, I'll take the drop here if that's what you say. I don't feel comfortable with it. It's not right in my eyes. I don't know what angles they were all looking at it at. That can change it, no question about it. And I don't know who's right and who's wrong. It appears to me from the angle I saw that Hovland and Dahman were probably correct. But I don't know. I'm just seeing that one angle, and Berger was adamant that I'll drop it here. But I'm taking a bad one. But but I don't think that if if, if you can't call in the video coverage to help solidify that, then I, I just I don't know if you you can put it out there and let everybody else eavesdrop. That's just my thoughts. Looking ahead to tomorrow's games in the NCAA tournament or the beginnings of the NC, the play-ins, Wright State versus Bryant. I like Wright State in that for now. And I like Rutgers over Notre Dame. I think Rutgers has been through the wars of the Big Ten. I think that's going to help them quite a bit. Um, And I'll give you my, my bets for Thursday later on, but I like Colorado State, I believe. I don't know that I hate North Dakota State in an upset over Providence, but I'm going to have to look at that a little closer. I like Memphis and Penny Hardaway. Baylor and Norfolk State, that'll go to Baylor. Tennessee's going to take care of business. I really like Iowa, but I tell you, I watched the Richmond Spiders, and and I watched them bring home some cash for the kid the other day, and uh, I'm going to have to think about that one. Iowa, I love the way Iowa's playing, but man, that Richmond team can be pretty tough. Gonzaga's going to take care of business. Don't give up on Marquette over North Carolina. We're going to look at that one a little closer. UConn, New Mexico State. Ah, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm really leaning toward maybe going New Mexico State in that. Kentucky will take care of business. Um, we'll see what happens uh, in in the game with uh, Indiana, who uh, who will play St. Mary's. Hopefully. Uh, I like Creighton over San Diego State in a 9 8 slight upset. Vermont versus Arkansas, decent chance that's going to be my upset of the day. I'll get back with you on that, but right now, the little bit of research I've done, I really like Vermont over Arkansas. Uh, Murray State's going to beat San Francisco. UCLA is going to win a close one over Akron, in my opinion, and then Kansas will take care of business. And that's the Thursday games. We'll come up with some parlays that we'll throw in tomorrow um, or Thursday morning um, for that show, and uh, and then we'll go into Friday later on. But uh, I, I like, you know, of course, Purdue will play that day at, at uh, I believe they play at 2 o'clock Um. I think Jacksonville State's going to give Auburn a little bit of a, a little bit of a scare, but we'll we'll go into that later on. Um, of course, sister sister Jean and Loyola Chicago play that day, so going to be some fun there. So quick show today, just wanted to uh, th- get some picks out there, talk a little bit about the Indiana game, and uh, we'll have a reaction to that. Coach uh, Rhett Weers, but tomorrow the big show Thursday and uh, Friday got something cooking. We'll get back with you on that. So. All right. Hey, quick one today, but thanks for tuning in to the B3 today. The B3 podcast is a production of Impulse Radio.